This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to episode 228 of Geekscape. I'm Jonathan Lennon, your host over here on the left side if you're watching on video. And I'm just the guy who sounds like this if you're listening on audio. Uh, this is your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast where every week I like to get together with a group of guests and talk about movies, video games, and comic book, the latest news and reviews, basically what we want to talk about. I like to be joined by guests who know what they're talking about. These would be specialists in movies, video games, comic books. Today, no exception. I'm joined by Daniel Corey. The writer of Moriarty, published by Image Comics. That's right. No, no, guys. The fuck was that? Daniel Corey, writer of Moriarty, published by Image Comics. Yeah! 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 Thank you. And Miguel Rodriguez. Uh, And (laughs) uh, it's Miguel Rodriguez over here, a friend of ours from San Diego Comic Con. And uh, if you're in the San Diego area, the first weekend of November... Uh, the first weekend of November, yes. In the first weekend of November, Miguel is going to be running a uh, horror convention for all you horror files who love, uh, you know, I guess the horror movies would cover it. Uh, Miguel, how long have you been running this convention here? This is going to be year two. Okay. Uh, and I also run a quarterly show, so um, this is going to be my sixth horror show in San Diego. Holy shit. Look at that. Look at that. Master of Horror in San That's Diego. Written. Is there somebody in San Diego who is a, a bigger master of horror than you? Fuck No. That's what we like to hear here on Geekscape. We like to go to the experts who know what they're talking about. Isn't that right, Matt Kelly over here on the left off camera? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that right, Brian Gilmore over here? Mm-hmm. All right, Brian Gilmore says hi to all you guys with his little niblets if you're watching on the video. <laughs> uh, and Daniel, you have a trade paperback which just came out this past week on Image collecting the first four issues of Moriarty. You've been doing signings. You've been hitting the road around L.A. Uh, doing signings. And, uh, <laughs> and you're enjoying it though, right? Yeah, we've been having a fantastic time, yes. Uh, I got to say, I read four, all four issues of Moriarty, and um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank it you. It was a combination of action, combination of mystery, a little bit of suspense. Have you read this stuff, well, Gilmore? what's Moriarty about? You dick. We've been promoting Moriarty for over a year now, because Daniel signed last, last year at uh, San Diego. But let me tell you, better yet, let Daniel tell you. Daniel, what is Moriarty about for the uninitiated and those people who didn't go out and buy your book, even though we told them to buy your book repeatedly? Um, well, I think we have a copy. You want, we you do. Like, we have a copy of the trade right yeah, here. We can, uh, this is what you want to buy. it up for people to see. Go in there and buy it right here. Yes. Yeah, so um, it's Moriarty. It's published by Image Comics. It's written by me, art by Anthony Diachadua, colors by Perry Freeze, letters and design by Dave Lanfear. Um, it's about Professor Moriarty, arch nemesis of Sherlock Holmes. He's our anti-hero hero, trying to find his way in a world without Sherlock. 20 years after the death of Sherlock, World War One is breaking out. And he's a lost soul, but uh, trying to figure out what to do with himself. But he gets sucked into this web of intrigue with ninja assassins, secret technology, psychic boxes, and has to reclaim the night and become the world's greatest criminal mastermind again. Any titties in this book? Uh, you know, you're gonna have to read then see. All right. I don't want to give anything away, guys. It ha- is a mystery. So, ha- having read all four issues, you're gonna want to read it. Definitely to find out about the. Uh the taste. Um, listen, I Jonathan's mean, main concern. We, we, Geekscape, you guys know we have a specific rating system here, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, guys, keep in mind though. I told, I said Conan the Barbarian was the worst movie of the year, and it had titties all over it. What? I know it was that bad that it had to overcome the amount of the tatas. Um, so listen, uh, Miguel, where can we find out about your horror convention, and what made you? Are you originally from San Diego? Uh, no, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. And you were like, okay, listen, things are getting a little hot for me out here. i got to move down to San Diego and start a horror convention. 
Uh, what possessed you to start a horror convention? Uh, well, I, I've always been um, a horror fanatic, and I have a horror podcast. But Where can um, we find that? The horror podcast is Monster Island Resort, okay. which is monsterislandresort.org. Okay. It's just a name. It's just a name. No, it's, okay. it's, it's a vacation spot. What um, time we had on? Oh, Matt, what are you doing? Whenever, he just threw out a URL, and you, you, write down the time <laughs> so I, I can put the URL on the screen. Movie magic. Hey, Wal Walton got a job. Can Brilliant Walton come editing. back? Hey, Gilmore, have you called Walton? Uh, yeah, I could just. Uh, is he on his way? Oh, yeah, let me get him. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, yes. Okay, so monsterislandresorts.org. Correct, yes. And so I, I basically talk horror movies. I'll, I'll have guests on, or I'll just ramble on at two in the morning by myself about horror movies and the horror genre. Um, and how it's a lot of How depressed are you Close right now? Yeah, Closer <laughs> to my mouth there. Closer to my mouth there. Oh, so, so, Miguel, that's, that's what he said. Miguel, be best horror movie of all time. The best horror movie of all time? Speak now. Um, <laughs> have you seen Rock and Roll Nightmare? Of course. I'm okay. a big Thor fan. I've, Thor I've and met, I are pals. I've met John Fasano. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. He lives over here in, in, in like... Uh, where does he live? He lives like in Northridge. Like Why is he house. not on this show right now? Like, John Fasano had transportation problems last time I saw oh. him. He's, he's, he, I don't think he's in his best of health. So do you actually know John Michael Thor? Do I know him? No, yeah. I've just met him at horror conventions. Uh, guys, we're talking about Rock and Roll <laughs> Nightmare, which is arguably one of the best gauntlet films you're ever going to see. It, it, it is. I've seen it. I've ac I actually screened it at a double feature. With what? With Voyage of the Rock Aliens with Pia Zadora. Oh, we're watching that shit. I ain't never heard of that, but we're what? watching What? You've never seen Voyage of the Rock Aliens? Uh, Miguel, 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 you, you strike me it's as like a... It's like E.T. It's better than E.T. It's got Pia Zadora. Is it as good as Nuki, perhaps? Have you seen Oh, Nuki? yes, I, I have. Oh, um, this motherfucker but, brings his game. But no, 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 no. Uh, I would say Voyage is a little bit more fun than Nuki. Nuki fucks you up. It, it like, does. It really hurts you. It, it, you have to imbibe certain substances to get through all of Nuki I'm, I'm sometimes. Straight, I'm straight edge, Miguel. I'm basically fucked the second well, Nuki goes into the VHS player. I didn't player. say it had to be... It could be any... Maybe it's chocolate milk. <laughs> chocolate milk can... Ch chocolate milk maybe got me. chocolate milk can help you survive Nuki, maybe. You know? Ch chocolate milk can get, like it, it has gotten me through some tough places in my life. It ain't getting me through no fucking Nuki. I like that he hesitated. He's like, well, for you, it could be chocolate. And then he looked at him. He's like, he's not manly enough for that. No. Milk. <laughs> chocolate milk. I'm looking for Nuki, and I can't Milky find it over chocolate. here. Milky chocolate. Well, we'll find Nuki. I mean, if you're going to watch Nuki, you might as well see, like, um, the munchies. Munchies is awesome. Yeah. Or Mac and Me. Yeah, I, I, we, I have munchies, don't I? I think I have munchies I on... You. Yeah, you bought, he bought me munchies as a gift. Ooh, man. I think man. my wedding gift. He's trying to get me divorced already. Uh, <laughs> um, Miguel, you strike me as a man who really does know his shit. I mean, this horror convention must be legitimate. Who are some of the guests that may be coming this year to the horror convention? Uh, this year, it's mostly going to be um, some of the indie horror stuff because my, my mission statement is to do some revivals, and the revivals I'm showing this year, everybody's dead. Mm -hmm. So... Um, uh, it's going to be mostly uh, some of the. I have a lot of indie shorts. I'm actually showing 22 shorts. Wow. Um, two music videos, uh, two animated. Unfortunately, both of the animated films, uh, the filmmakers are abroad, mm -hmm. so they won't be able to make it. But I'll have a lot of those filmmakers there for Q and A. Um, and I can confirm that one of the revivals is going to be the uh, Franju, the uh, French Eyes Without a Face film. Uh, so this guy knows like some intricate shit. He's like the Bibiani of horror. This guy, <laughs> William Bibiani, one of our, our, our movie specialists. You mm -hmm. know your stuff. We're I to, watch we're, a lot of fucking. Da Daniel Corey sitting there being like, <laughs> Daniel Corey's like, please don't quiz me on shit. Please don't quiz me on shit. Please do not quiz me on shit. Uh, my first show, I, I uh, revived Peeping Tom and the Beyond. <laughs> Full cheese, the Beyond. I've shown Christmas Evil, which uh, Lewis Jackson, the director, came down for uh, Q and A and. and was really fun. Uh, I showed Bride of Frankenstein, and all of them are with, I, I pair them with Up and Coming. So it's always with the mission statement of revive and expose new filmmakers. Huh. Yeah. And, and if we were to go to Monster, if we were to listen to Monster Island, for those kids who can't make it to San Diego first weekend of November, would we be able to go to monsterislandresorts.org uh, and get like, the uh, podcast and it would give me the same information if I wanted to be a specialist of things no one else cares about. Yes, okay. it would. You will nah, hear me. I'm being facetious, but people do care, and it's obvious that we care. I mean, I've got a whole yeah. shelf to this stuff. Um, I it, 
Yes, I, I will. Uh, I talk about it. And my show, the Monster Island Resort, it talks about all kinds of things. It kind of gets into the psychology of it a little bit. And, okay. Um, um, Do people call in, like, why did I like this movie? Probably because yeah. your parents divorced. I, I don't do call-ins yet because yeah. it's not live. Oh, like, but I'm um, having trouble with my relationship. May I prescribe <laughs> <laughs> Nuki and I'm chocolates? I'm prescribe necromantic and necromantic yeah. two for your relationship problems. You should do that. Do you think we could do like a cross-promotion, Miguel, where maybe... Geekscapists write in with their problems, and you prescribe to them one of the worst movies. That's really, such an it, amazing idea. It will really put yeah. their problems in perspective. Be like, okay. you know what? You may think your life is shit. Let me show you what is truly shit. Oh, I've got some this good movie. ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, like what? What? Okay. I've asked you, well, the best, you best movie of all time, best horror movie of all time. Did you answer that? that were you able to answer I that? I did not because it's that it depends. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say my favorite film of all time is the original Japanese Gojira. Okay. Um, which, you know, I, yeah, Monster we gotta Island. Love it. Yeah, we gotta love that. Um, and okay. it, it's a true horror movie for a number of reasons, but you'll... Because uh... you're scared of Japanese people. Uh, yes, they're <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Especially when they're running toward the camera. You're right? awfully... This is awfully racist. This guy. <laughs> um, now uncovered what the show is really about. Yeah, he, he's like, I had to... They just kept putting too many sushi restaurants in Baltimore. I had to get the fuck out of there. Um, no, no, I love sushi. No, I love sushi too. Um, the women. Do the women... like like? The, is your knowledge helpful with the women? Do you pick women up with your knowledge <laughs> of the horror movies? Are you able to entrance them, perhaps? Um, them? Yes. <laughs> no. Liar! You <laughs> live with Bill! I do live with Phil. You know what? You do live with Phil. What uh -huh. is he? He runs. He runs the Asian. He is the programming manager, I believe, is his title for the San Diego Asian Film Festival, and right. he programs their Asian Extreme sidebar. Phil does not strike me as very Asian. Uh, he actually is. I know part yeah. Chinese, yeah, yeah um, but mostly Cuban. Phil is a Cubano. What 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 level of slave trader and pedophilia led to his creation? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like like that is that is a lot of we'll like to, that's that a is child a, of sex tourism. Yeah, that is a lot of sex tourism yeah. that led to that kid. We'll have to ask Phil that. Part Chinese know. and the rest is Cuban. Yeah, yeah. He's how much did your dad pay for your? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. It's like wow. <laughs> Phil, you got to come on here and defend yourself. And Phil, yeah. you guys know Phil because if you guys watch our, our Comic-Con episodes, Phil's always popping in to promote uh, at the Comic-Con episodes. He's, you guys are just across the board. I can actually, I'll, I'll just say I'll be Phil right now after yeah. after that exchange. And this is his reaction would probably be something like, wow, <laughs> great. <laughs> And, and what am I talking about? You guys know Daniel Corey because he was on the Comic Con. He was on the the WonderCon episode. Like he, he he's a he's a local. He's a regular here at Geekscape, right? Were you a product of any sex tourism, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about uh, asking you about this ahead of time. Is this going to be a real interview, or are we going to just talk <laughs> about this kind of stuff? We're going to talk about this shit. Oh, uh, uh, come on, man! Like, by the by book. product, you mean <laughs> by stock in sex tourism? No, here, here's the here's the funny thing about Daniel is, um, you guys signed at the booth last summer. Last summer, you guys signed at WonderCon, and your wife is so lovely, and 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 she's so great. And I'm usually not that verbose with the gross stuff and then i t and then well sometimes i am but whenever i'm talking to you like a guy's guy like i was trying to get anthony to draw count cocula which is over there on the wall uh, i had to keep it for myself um and, I, and whenever i'm being a little bit bit blue she, i always turn around and she's just standing there and she's like oh this is these are the kind of people who my husband hangs out with and, he, and i guess he has to hang out with them because they promote his product but sooner or later i'm gonna have to like get daniel to stop hanging out with this london character She's very understanding. She understands yes. that sometimes you have to slum it. I think is the term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you you were on you were on Phantom Planet, so I don't know what the problem is here. <laughs> uh, we love the Phantom Planet guys. Uh, you guys listening to that podcast, Phantom Planet, that's available on Geekscape.net. It's uh, Sax uh, Sax Car and uh, Tim Powers. The thing with with them is they recently had the girl from. Um, Caprica. From Caprica. What's her name? Alessandra Torresani. Alessandra Torresani. She's the main girl. And you know this girl from Caprica? I do not. No. She got on this episode and she starts talking like a like a like sailor? a pirate, right? Oh like God. a sailor. I uh, you, do you listen to this? It's hot. Yeah, and she she was a little bit kooky. Um, we've had we've had some good podcasts. So you tell your wife you're in good hands. Uh, I I will. Thank you. And then you take you you go out and buy the Moriarty and then go to this comic convention. Or this uh, horror, horror convention. Horror, horror film convention. festival convention, art 
all kinds of crap. Agreed. Yeah. Here's the thing. Kamikaze Expo, which we promote, is the same weekend here in L.A. Yes. We're thinking about just sending St. Mort down to you. <laughs> like, okay. To get him out of our hair, right? Not so, even to cover anything. Just... No, no, no. Can you take St. Mort? Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? Maybe give it to... Take my wife. Uh, if, 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 if Phil's around, maybe give St. Mort to like, his grandparents or something. Phil will be around. I guess his grandparents are the one responsible. Yes, perhaps. For the trafficking. Um, all right, guys. Family business. The family business. Sorry, Phil. The family business of... <laughs> I got nothing to do with this. The family this. business of putting a, a kid in a box so of you know, holes Phil. and shipping him to another country. <laughs> I'm sure your family are lovely people. Telling him it's Disneyland. They're <laughs> like, we're sending you to Disneyland. In Havana. <laughs> Disneyland. Oh, yeah. If, uh, if, you, if you don't come out of the box, you might run into a bunch of Vietnamese people chained to tables in the bottom of a ship cutting heads off of fish. <laughs> Um, so, let's talk movies. Let's talk movies. Uh, the big movie this weekend that we went to see was Drive. Daniel and I went to see this movie. Uh, what's the, how do you pronounce the name of this director? It's like, uh, Reffin Winding or something like that? Windig Reffin? Don't know. Uh, this guy, he directed Bronson. He also directed Valhalla Mm -hmm. Rising. Did you like Bronson? I love Bronson. I mean, it's hardcore. amazing film yeah. and, and you have interest in seeing drive i do um and both phil and my other roommate beth have seen it and have lauded its excellence so i want to see it very badly this movie has ryan gosling in it and he's known as driver it's the only way he's known in the movie uh that's his name in the script and the titles uh and he's a driver he's a stunt driver he also uh does a little bit on the side driving uh like heists like if you're a bank robber and you need to go rob a bank have this guy drive for you he's very professional he doesn't ask questions he just gets the job done and when you start the movie he gets a job uh from um oh what's the name of this actor uh, from breaking bad help me out Um, brian cranston brian cranston brian cranston who's in every movie every weekend he was just in contagion uh brian brian cranston uh, runs like a like a like a auto shop where uh, Ryan Gosling's character also works, and he gets him this job dri- driving like a bank robbery. And you just see how good of a driver he is in that first scene. And the filmmaking is awesome. The filmmaking is very confident, very exact. This dude knows what he's doing with the camera and with sound. The sound in this movie is an awesome tension builder. It's a great way to uh, just set mood in the because his shots sometimes ride very long. And the movie kind of runs on like a like a low simmer for a long part yeah. of it. Uh, so you have Ryan Gosling. You know what he does. He ends up meeting a woman and her kid who live down the hallway from a young girl. Um, and he befriends them. And there's kind of a romantic thing going on. But you find out that her husband's still in jail. And when he returns, the people who uh, the people who got him his protection in jail still want him to pay for that protection. And they start upping the stakes on him and pressuring him. Ryan Gosling, liking the family, wants to help them out, gets himself involved, and things start going really, really, really south. So for the, I would say for the first third of the film, almost half of the film, you're kind of establishing tone and character. And then the last half or two-thirds of this film are just like a grinding, noirish, pulp crime movie. Yeah, it's, he, he takes this avenging angel type of uh, thing. Uh, yeah, a lot of revenge killing in very nasty ways takes place yes i went to see it with my wife you went to see it with your wife what was your wife's reaction to it because it gets very violent guys and it's a really well designed violence some of the really more grisly stuff you're going to see in theaters this year i thought it was awesome like a tour de force just gross awesome i was giggling through it because i like these kind of movies i like like the like the parker novel type crime movies i like really remind me of that reminded you of thief Mm-hmm. It reminded yeah, you exactly. of like it That's reminded right. you of some of the '70s or or, or maybe like the Char- like one of those Charles Bronson type movies. You know right. what I mean? Like let's go kick some fucking ass because these guys done me wrong type yeah. of movies. Sounds like you have to go to Korea for a kind of film like that these days. Or to Phil's place, you live with them. Yes, or to Phil's place. Um, they're called documentaries. They're called documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gilmore, high five. Des- describe the uh, the revenge killings and the and the gr- uh, grotesqueness of them. Uh, reminded me of I saw the devil or some of these. Yes. Like, um, I never got a chance to see I Saw Ooh. the Devil, and I wanted to see it very yes. badly. This is an Asian movie. Yes, it's Korean. It's yeah. Korean. Very and good. It sounds awesome. It's really good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what other ones could you recommend? Because I mean, this movie really got me on kind of a, a high, and I was like, I really want to see more of this stuff. Chaser. The Chaser. Yeah, the Chaser is good. 
Um, there's of course the Vengeance trilogy, Old Boy, Sympathy for Mr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you seen those? I saw Old Boy. Old Boy. I would watch Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. It's very like much sl- a slower burn, but more intense. So, because Old Boy was a slow burn for me, yeah, and I wasn't it, to that into it. Like for me, like that, like everybody was touting that one take. That one long shot, and I was like, "Dude, it's a rubber hammer!" Like, come on, man! Like, it, it, it's it's definitely no Ong Bak two, you know what I mean? Or, right. or the protect, whatever it is, where he going up that spiral staircase in that long take. Yeah, it's that's a, amazing. Yeah, they're they're very different films. But I know, yeah. I know. Um, but I think they're very good. Uh, I saw the Devil though is, is high on the list. Okay, um, there's one. Uh, it's not really. Well, kind of a revenge movie. I don't know, but uh, it's called Marin Tao. Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. I just watched that. My coworker told me about it. Um, it's ruined most action movies for me. <laughs> Where's now. it from? Um, it's an Indonesian movie. It's actually a Welsh director. He, um, his name's Evans. He's made this movie in Indonesia with an Indonesian cast, and um, they have this uh, martial art called silat. I think it's called, mm-hmm. and it's uh, basically about this guy fighting um, fighting uh, human traffickers. And um, better tell Phil about this shit. It's like anything, everything that That's John Carpenter movie. and um, Quentin Tarantino probably ever wanted to do is this is the most amazing martial arts movie I've ever seen. It's, it's I don't know how to spell it. It's, I don't remember how to spell it. It's called Marantau. It's like M E R A N T A U T O U something like that. Um, I almost wrote Minotaur. Minotaur. Yeah, <laughs> you can find it. That's on a good movie. Mar- Marin Tower. If you ballpark Marin it like Tower. on Netflix, you can. It's on instant stream if you want to watch. It. I'd highly recommend it. And this director has a new uh, movie coming out called The Raid. That's uh, yes. at the Toronto Fest uh, that recently. I I've saw heard the trailer a lot of great of the things about The Raid. The oh Raid really? I really want to like, see that. I'm really looking forward it like to that. Looks like some modern John Woo shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's some pretty amazing stuff. Marantar. Uh, would you guys remember the pro wrestler Mantar, who was like a, a Manatar, but his name was yeah, Mantar? Do you remember I think that I guy? Do remember that he came guy. out with a fake Minotaur head. Crap. Oh man. Like that's when wrestling was good, man. Yes. Fuck all this can you smell what the rock is cooking shit. <laughs> like I like all these dudes wrestling today look the same. Like I like the idea of wrestling as some dude from like outer space. Yeah, like, like Abdul the Butcher. Yeah, the closer it gets to like the old NES game with Starman and the Amazon, <laughs> I like I think is the way to go with wrestling. That's just me. Sorry to derail the show again. Um, so Drive, guys, go see Drive. Honestly, it is it is highly recommended over here in the Geeks. I'm, I'm going offices. right now, guys. I'm turning off the mic. That's okay. Uh, you you you, <laughs> you said your you said your piece about this uh, horror film festival. Um, no, I, I mean, is it? I know we've got ZombieCon, and yes. ZombieCon is something that we promote here mm-hmm. on Geekscape, and it's coming up the weekend before Halloween up in Seattle. Go to ZombieCon.com to get your uh, ZombieCon tickets, especially if you live in the Northwest. Um, ZombieCon is a lot of fun, uh, and we we try and get marquee names there, like we're getting mm-hmm. the Walking Dead people and stuff like that. But yes. man, is it a, a lot of work! It's I know, a hell I know, of a lot of work. I know Ryan Ryder is going nuts for the ZombieCon stuff. Yeah. How much? I and mean, when do you start working on something that happens in November? It's um, all year, huh? The November before. Really? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, it's very, it's a lot of work, and for for horrible imaginings, which is the film festival, I'm the only one who works on it. Mm-hmm. And so when you're building a film festival all by yourself, it takes it's. I don't know why. I, yeah, I, ha- I have to do it though because it's the it's the only one in San Diego, right? Uh, and that's what got me started on it. Actually, um, when I moved to San Diego, I looked for horror events and film events. So I'm like, oh, it's the East Coast. Were you trying to pick up babes? LA. No, I would just wanted okay. to see some death and some blood. Um, but <laughs> I was going to a horror film festival. What movies can we prescribe to him? Yeah, we need to prescribe some movies to you. We need no, some sunny. Uh, living with Phil. Yeah, you're living with this. This is Phil even guy. before I met Phil. Yeah. But uh, no, I would drive to... It led you to Phil. It led me to Phil, You called yes. some fucking Greg's Actually, I, it is how I met Phil, was um, was looking for volunteers to help me. But um, I drove to L.A. a bunch of times for Easy horror labor. festivals here. Yes. Notice her by the border there in San Diego. And they're like, just like the fucking hop, skipping and jump from fucking getting the fuck out of the States when somebody comes looking for them. <laughs> like, this is awful. Geekscape, guys, Google and tell the feds. Um, so what happened again with this derailment? No, with the with the uh, horror festival <laughs> that I derailed. Well, I mean, I came to LA, and, and LA has a lot of horror stuff mm-hmm. going on, and so I looked for stuff in San Diego, so I wouldn't have to always drive to Los Angeles, and there was nothing, and really has never been anything. And there are film festivals, but they are they don't they don't work with genre stuff. Like boring shit. Yes, boring shit. But, I mean, you know what no. I'm talking about, right? No, no, not necessarily, but, you but no genre PC. stuff. There's right. no genre stuff, and so it's annoying. It annoyed. It annoys me. 
And so, you know what? I'll just I'll make one. And um, and so I did the first one. And it, the the theater is very um, modest, but it's cool. It's four stories. It's a 1928 building. And that's cool. Yeah, the elevator is from 1928 still, Ooh. and it's really scary. That is very scary. Yeah, like yeah, likely someone will die soon. That'll make an awesome um, headline someday. Guys, you should yes. go there and die. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and Daniel, what possessed you to write a comic book based on a, a story which hadn't been written, that was written originally over 100 years ago? What was something where you were like, okay, let, let's revamp this, let's revisit this? You know what I mean? Like, what possessed you to go back to the world of Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty? Uh, well, you know, I'm a lifetime fan of Sherlock Holmes, for one thing. And for another, it's public domain, and everybody knows it. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, let's just, just, just be honest. Mm-hmm. But, um, here, scoot up, scoot up, Daniel. Scoot, scoot up. It looks, like, it looks like you're our kid. Oh, no. We just adopted Daniel want, no. from Phil. <laughs> Poor Phil. He's, I don't, he's I've working, never met he's, Phil. I have no idea what you're talking work, about, but yeah. I feel sorry for he's him. He's on discount. He's on, he's on high on the whites. <laughs> so... So, uh, our little purchase, what did you think? Uh, so, getting into uh, so, this book. Okay, um, yeah, so with Moriarty, uh, you know, I my favorite genre is the crime genre, which is, you know, I love that, I love Drive so much, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's this hardcore crime did film. Did your wife like it? I never got that. Oh, she did, answer. but she okay. was very shocked and yeah. very disturbed, but she did like it, yeah. you know. Same she, thing with, our, with my, Laura, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she's, she's got great taste in movies, it's just sometimes it's hard to get her to see certain things <laughs> but is your wife gonna let you get a white jacket with a golden scorpion on the back <laughs> probably not I, I don't know my wife said i could yeah really it's pretty tough. oh I keep that's it, cool ryan gosling's jacket right yeah i keep hearing there was like news stories about this fucking jacket is yeah that, is it that cool i don't know i'm gonna wear it <laughs> <laughs> therefore yes i'm gonna wear it i was a delivery driver for a couple of years here in hollywood it sucked <laughs> i committed some crimes i bashed some people's heads in what of it um and, and okay let's go back to your comic i know welcome to well geekscape really is a representation of my mind and my rambling and my add so i'm sorry if we continue to get off the subject this comic you were like hey this is public domain no one's gonna sue me and i really and i really enjoy these stories yes and i'm going to write the comic why not just write a sherlock holmes comic like they did with these with these films and like with the i mean people will go to sherlock holmes they want to see sherlock holmes what possessed you to be like i'm going to take it from the villain's point of view uh, it's different. It hasn't been done in comics before, and uh, you know I didn't want to just do another Sherlock story just because it's it's been so done and and done so well so many times. Uh, I didn't want to you know have to deal with that. But uh, everybody was really fascinated when we were first creating the book and even before we got the publisher. I would pitch it. I'd just say, I'm doing a comic about Professor Moriarty. I mean that's that's eventually what really got us our publishing deal and everything with Image. It was just a you know a a, a great idea. Um, people wanted to see things from Moriarty's point of view. Um, they're 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 fascinated with the villain being the lead guy. It's like, oh, that's that's kind of controversial. Should I read that? Should I root for the bad guy? You know, I think when you get into it, though, you realize that he's not really in his head. He doesn't think of himself as a bad guy, so he's not really evil, evil. Right. But um, anyways, yeah, there was that whole thing of um, you know, light and dark. What's what's good? What's bad? How, how does he see the world? How versus how we see the world? That was really interesting to me as a writer. Um, so that, that had a lot to do with why I, I, I chose him as the lead. Do you have a dark side? Do you have a darker half? <laughs> do you sometimes think about committing crimes or hurting people? Um, maybe we should talk about that off camera. No. Oh. We do it here. And then he recommends you a movie. Well, you know, I just write stories about it. That's how I deal with it. Okay, so, so. that's a yes. yes. All right. Well, guys, buy <laughs> this. Listen, this is what you got to do. Or else a real sociopath's going to go out into the public. Um, buy this comic so that Daniel can continue to make comics because if you don't buy this Moriarty trade paperback which is in stores now um, what's going to happen is this guy's going to be like oh they don't want to post the book anymore time to kill <laughs> <laughs> and then this dude's going to be like oh I'm going to make the remake of, the, of his life story you sounds know? good yeah, I, I do you aspire to do any filmmaking yourself? Um, no Miguel? not really it's, it's too collaborative for me right <laughs> Right, I was I was just hanging out. With, you guys remember last week we had our friend Chris Folios from the band Punchline on the show. I was just hanging out with those guys and just trying to get them organized enough mm-hmm. to get breakfast. Yeah, was a pain in the ass, and it needed a produce. That's why I like directing and writing. Like mm-hmm. the producer kind of deals with a lot of getting like hurting the cats. Yeah, and it is hurting cats, and I would imagine that that. You would be you don't like that, but how is how is but running a festival's got to be like that too? It is and just like it being on a comic. Is. 
getting yeah. Anthony to crown. It, it, it's like, come on, it's a lot of whip crack. There's a team involved. I had, yeah. yeah, I had never intended to run the festival until no one else was doing it. You just and wanted to watch movies. It had to happen. You just well, to watch the movies. thing is uh, about running a film festival, you don't get to watch any of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it just you have to make it happen and. If I if I didn't do it, no one was going to. So I had to do it. Man, can you make um, this a week later so I can go down there? We can have another one. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> a, a spring festival. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I do. I, like I said, I do the quarterly show. Yeah. And so I, I'm thinking of. Uh, I hope I can shriek show. If you're listening, I want to get. Have you seen Psychos in Love? No, but I'm gonna watch it when you recommend it. Uh, Psychos in Love is great, okay. and I want it to. It's a, it would be a great Valentine's Day. What I love show. about horror guys is whenever they say anything's great, to the most people it means it's a complete piece of shit. Yeah. But to <laughs> us, we fucking love that yeah. movie. Um, that is awesome. Psychos in Love. What about this? This uh, what was it? Dracula's Daughter in, in, in the zombie thing, like this Japanese movie that yeah. our, 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 our uh, Allison McKnight, one of our writers, wrote up a review. And every week, guys, she's on the site writing up. She goes to Netflix and she she writes the geek in Netflix. And every week she writes up a Netflix instant movie that you can watch if you ever, if you have Netflix Netflix. And it's usually like one of those cult like horrorish movies. And what's this one? The Va- Dracula's Daughter. There are a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, there's Mister. Versus oh. Girl or yeah, something. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that one, man. It had like little monsters with weird teeth. Yeah, and shit. if you're talking about, <laughs> I uh, got to see this it, movie. It's, uh, review. it's really, it's, it's, it's a piece of shit. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you'll be if if you like racism. There's a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man. There's. What's, hey guys, right, what should so, we do with this white? Yeah, I don't know. No, okay. <laughs> He's like, 50 years ago, you'd be working for me. A, no. a lot of crazy stuff happens in in uh, Frankenstein Girl versus uh, Vampire Girl. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in a high school. And so there are lots of cliques. And one of the cliques are a group of Japanese girls who want to be black. And so they're in blackface. And one of them Ugh. has like af- an afro. And one of them's dressed like a fucking like spear. Because it has a spear and a big... I mean, oh, so it's it's basically, it, it was basically like the scene in Shark Night 3D that was racist <laughs> as shit. Oh, man. Shark Night 3D. Yeah. Wow. Yes. When the kid with comes the out with the spear. Yeah, come on. I was like, are you going to give him a canoe next? Yeah. Not only was he the first one to get attacked by a shark, but now yeah. he has a spear. Yeah, they, they did it. The, 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 the sharks kind of aimed for the minorities in that Of course, movie. yeah. And when they were done, they were like, time to kill the white The Mexicans folks. next. Yeah. No, the Mexican girl was, was next. Yeah. And then it was... I was like, oh, we're, we're, they're no more... Okay, I guess yeah. we have to rely on the white people. It was like they wanted the flavor, yeah. and then they wanted the savor. <laughs> the yeah. the fruit. Uh, Daniel, sorry to ignore you. Daniel, uh, did, you, did you write about a book taking place in the late 1800s, early 1900s, because the whites still ruled the world and it was a happier time? <laughs> I can't say that figured into my creative process. <laughs> Actually, the leading lady is Asian. You're right. You're yes. right. And hey guys, you may want to pick up this book. Just saying. Uh, she's a, a very strong character and is not a never a damsel in distress that needs to be rescued by Moriarty. So, I am that. down for that. I, and I, guys, and you know what? Uh, if you guys get this trade, don't think it's a one-off. Next month, issue five comes out. So catch up now and then start reading uh, single issues like, like I've been telling you guys to do from the beginning. <laughs> I agree. I don't even know how I do this news. anymore. <laughs> All right. So news. Do you guys read? You guys read comic books? Uh, you guys know the Spectre. You guys know that DC just revamped uh, their entire line. The Spectre is you know this uh, this this character who is like a what does he do? Um, well, he's like a spirit of vengeance type dude, and they. We told you guys a couple weeks ago about how Dead Man was going to be redone by the CW as a TV show. Now I guess Fox is trying to do uh, Spectre as a TV show. Uh, Brandon Camp, who last on TV was the executive producer of John Doe, is doing uh, supposedly the Spectre TV pilot. So we'll see if that happens. I think, you know, they were really, after the success of Smallville, they're like, well, let's try Wonder Woman. Let's go for these A-list characters. But really, like, I think the really great serialized stuff is to be found in some of these B-level characters, and maybe this will wake Marvel up, and they'll be like, you know what? The best TV Daredevil thing TV ever series, from yeah. comics is uh, Justice League Unlimited. You love it. You're loving that. Agreed. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. Okay. DC animation is just. Really it, it's where on. it is, and, and then Unlimited, of course, is all. It, like you said, it's all the C-level characters. 
the question with Jeffrey Combs voicing him was one of the Dr. greatest. Dr. Fate? Things. Dr. Fate, yeah. Um, uh, Booster Gold? Right. Booster? Huntress Gold. and Huntress, um, yeah. Black Canary. Black Canary. And, um, um, yeah. yeah, a lot of Green Arrow. Great, you know. great yeah. stuff. Tomcat. Uh, Tim Jennings, one of our favorite guests from Geekscape, was on Twitter yesterday, and he posed a question which I thought was hilarious. Isn't it funny that a lot of superheroes are using a bow and arrow? Like, it's disproportionate to other weaponry. A bow and fucking arrow. You know, and you're going, you're hanging out with Superman, and you're hanging out with Captain America. So, you've got Huntress has a crossbow. you got Hawkeye. Hawkeye. you got Green, green arrow. arrow, and then you've got the a million Green Arrow friends. You know, you've got... Like like his 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 his, yeah. drug, his drug rattled fucking spawn. That's true. Uh, you got it's all like these archery club. Yeah, it's like I a mean, if we're, gonna club. if we're gonna include his offspring, well then, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> what other weapons use as much? As it that? recalls I mean, a, a simpler sword. time. I don't know. Yeah, recall, yeah. yeah. Try, like that's as far as we can explain it. Uh, yeah. Have you ever it, tried shooting an arrow with a big boxing glove at the end of it? You can't do it. <laughs> it's impossible. Well, it's like in the 80s Your when they had... apartment must be fun. <laughs> That's why there's nine roommates. <laughs> like in the 80s, we had all of these ninja movies, ninjas fighting guys with machine guns. Right. We're like, yeah. yes, get this machine gun guy with the sword. It's awesome. I don't know. Maybe and it's that, that. Yeah. It's an underdoggy thing. It, you think it's yeah. an underdog thing? Okay. That's part of it. That's part of it. And then, you know, it's more fun to see, like, a battle than it is to see a shootout for the most part. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, if a shootout is filmed well, like John Woo can do it, then... But I, you know, I'd rather see like Flashpoint and like Donnie Yen mm-hmm. wail on someone though. Yeah, I love I love that at some point a character in fiction sat down for probably an hour making that arrow. Yes, with the with the- <laughs> someone sat down and said, "This is a good idea." Let's I might find you know myself. I, I, I might find myself in a scenario where I'm, this is useful. I'm going to go off on my own tangent here because feel free that, that exact thing. What I want to see. You recall in the end of, um, well, basically the first two Friday the 13th movies where it ends with the final girl going around and she opens up the door and her dead friend's there. And she opens the closet. Oh, there's a dead friend. And I go around. Oh, there's a dead friend. So I want to see Jason, like, setting that (laughs) shit up. It's like, okay, I predict she's going to take this path. And she's going to open that door. Oh, let's tie. Let's. Tie her up there. Oh, yeah. Oh. You see him okay, walking, yeah. You see him walking backwards. It's like, well, she wouldn't walk. All right. He's like, he's well, framing like, it. Yeah. It's like when I saw um, Blair Witch Project, I wanted to have, I wanted to remake it with a narrative camera showing the idiots running with the cameras. In front of <laughs> <laughs> like from her point of view, she was like snickering behind a bush. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. I mean, maybe Jason, this little little weirdo kid that got killed and became jason mm. just really was like in an interior design yeah and then he got murdered and he never got to achieve his dream and like a, a real funny thing would be that little scene and then all of a sudden jason's like almost perfect yeah uh, let me actually let me tie it? the left hand a little lower uh, he, on his way out he moves a candelabra slightly uh-huh. <laughs> he's like oh, where's the bow? and if i put this one on the ceiling <laughs> the person's gonna see the blood drip on the floor first and then look up and, and I'll hand over magic. here and kill him. It'll be magic. It's what excites him about that. <laughs> that is. But that's... then you, you can't explain, like, in, in number six or seven when he, like, just <laughs> kills Kirk in the RV. In the dude, he, he must have been pissed when he's pushing the girl's, like, head, head through, through the, the fucking mm-hmm. back. And the dude didn't even notice. No. He's just driving the RV. I slaved over that head going through the <laughs> right. fucking side of the door. We loved and it. And Teenage Frankenstein's playing. It, it, I mean, this is a good, great scene, man. There's the some whole great. Time he's thinking, some like, great he's horror not even scenes. Noticing. I'm yeah. gonna kill this guy so hard. Oh, this motherfucker! We're gonna flip this RV, and they do, and they do. Um, no, please go off on tangents. Those are the best parts of the show. Um, guys, more news. J.J. Abrams is directing Star Trek Two. You would think that that's not news, but he actually just signed the papers. Like, you know, he knew he was going to do it. it. They're going to start shooting in December. That'll be fun for you. He signed it in the blood of his children. Uh, Perhaps. Man, he's a horror guy. He really brings the room (laughs) up. Uh, uh, Star Trek Next Generation is arriving on Blu-ray as well. For you guys who are Star Trek fans, that's a little bit of news. Also arriving on Blu-ray. They're actually CGing hair onto Patrick Stewart's head for the entire thing. Uh, Blu-ray also. In 2012. Steven Spielberg's bringing out the Indiana Jones movies and E.T. finally. On on Blu-ray, you get to watch E.T. and the Indiana Jones movies, and he's not changing anything up. Not fucking with them. He's not fucking with them, which is... Huge Raiders fan. Big news here. I mean, you guys... 
on Twitter this weekend, you've been seeing all your friends who actually bought the Star the Wars Blu-rays, yeah. and you've been seeing no! them tweet. Have you seen? Have you seen them fucking tweet like the responses and stuff? I have. And you're like, oh, yeah. we're enjoying this. Yeah. yeah. Has a tone of just it looks like, fantastic. I'm just following orders. It yeah. Is that bad? Really? It has it's a Star tone, Wars after all, right? It has yeah. a tone of resignation to it. Do you remember that scene where the fucking aliens singing and in, in uh, what was it? Was it Jedi? It, when Did they, they keep that? He's talking about Nuki. He's talking about no, Nuki. I'm talking about okay. Star Wars. I'm talking yeah, about the yeah. stuff that they add the is edition, always right. horrible. Yeah. So, and I think regarding uh, E.T. and, and uh, the Spielberg stuff, I think he actually asked fans, should I add stuff? And everybody's like, no. Yeah. Resounding no. It's like, okay. What would that no sound like? No! <laughs> <laughs> There we have it. There we have it. Um, are you guys reading the new DC? Daniel, do you keep up with the competition or you just put your money? Are you buying all these copies of Moriarty? No, uh, I mean, do you keep up with all the books? Like, what else yeah. are you reading? Um, yeah, I've been uh, picking up some of the new DC stuff, yeah. Um, What's the stuff to get? For somebody who's like, okay, I'm way too intimidated by 52 new titles, <clears throat> Superman, Batman, I also kind of want a little sprinkling of the, not, the smaller characters. What would you say would be the choices? Um, well, you know, if you want to just get acclimated and know what's going on, you know, the, the, the major ones, pick up the major ones, you know, like the Justice League number one and the Detective Comics, Batgirl. Um, so those would be some Action of your more... Action Comics is out. Action yeah. Comics, yeah. Um, those would be your A-listers. Maybe pick up those and see if you like those. Now, one that's a little, a little bit off the radar as far as A-listers go that I really enjoyed was Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. One has Harley <sighs> on the, on the I cover. I didn't get it. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay. It's like, you know, it's um, um, Task Force X, you know, with a new lineup. Um, and it's, it's, it's Harley and, uh, and Deadshot and um, a couple other guys. And, you know, um, Waller is, is, is pulling the strings, running the show. Uh, Dirty Dozen, basically, with, with uh, comic book villains, and uh, yeah, it's very cool. It's very, very hard. You know, one thing I noticed is they're really amping up the violence. Um, they're, yes, they're kind. Of, they're becoming part Marvel. Of the, part of the reboot is they're they're not they're going a little more R-rated with the violence. Like Suicide Squad is extremely violent. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I I, I read the Franklin uh, the Frankenstein and Agents of Shade. I because seen that Jeff Lemire yet. writes it, and mm-hmm. Jeff Lemire wrote like an awesome Animal Man, and I, I basically mm-hmm. read anything that he wrote, and I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like a almost BPRD style, like okay, Frankenstein, you're in charge of this team, and there's a fish girl on it, and there's a werewolf, and there's a vampire, and there's a mummy who can heal people, and you guys have to, in, in, you know, kind of investigate these supernatural occurrences that are happening around the world, and I, I thought that was a really fun team book, which doesn't have anything really yet to, to uh ray palmer shows up in it so he because he shrinks uh people into their base so there's a i mean there, there are introductions for you guys who are a bit intimidated by it all um one thing that freaked me out and i i think i'm going to try and organize this as an article on the site but i think the dc are you reading this stuff as well or you, i haven't picked it much? up yet um just because i haven't had time but no, the, I, I plan on it the timeline is all over the fucking map you know, with with Justice League starts and it says five years ago. You know, it starts and like like the first caption is five years ago, and then you've got and they and they meet Superman in that one, and Superman looks like he's in his twenties, and then you've got Action Comics and Superman seems to be in his twenties and he's running around Metropolis as Superman and he may in have, jeans in jeans, and then you've got Detective Comics and there may be a one or two year history of Detective of Batman being Batman in that world. And I just kind of want a timeline and say, okay, DC, now that you've revamped everything, where does everything land? Mm. Like, what was five, five years? Like, so oh, action. Just stop it. It's a crisis. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's driving me nuts. So, like, action, action and detective <laughs> is before the Justice League issue. But at what point are they going to overlap? And then when does Flashpoint happen? Because Flashpoint happened because you have in Green Lantern, and this is the big mess here, in Green Lantern and Red Lantern, which are red, um, things that happened before Flashpoint still exist. Uh, the the Red Lantern boss, uh, what's his name, uh, who hates everything and pukes blood, uh, he hates Krona, who was the big villain in War of the Green Lanterns, which just happened before Flashpoint, so that didn't get negated. That happened. And I'm like, okay, well, th- did that mean Blackest Night happened? Because that involved the entire DC Universe, basically. And that led to the War of the Green Lanterns, so what's going on, right? Sinestro was a Yellow Lantern at one point, because now he's a Green Lantern again. And he had to deal with all the guilt from uh, that, all the shit that the Green Lanterns are giving him from being a Yellow Lantern. So it's being really messy. And I'm like, okay, so is Green Lantern in the future? And these books are catching up to that because those stories still existed and they involved all these established DC characters. It's a mess. 
and I need like somebody like Ian Kerner or Frank Angones or one of our DC specialists, Eric Diaz, to go in there and just make a timeline, make something simple for us. Because DC tried to clean it up, and it's still getting it's getting worse than before. They just shoved it under the rug. Yeah, because they didn't really revamp too much the Green Lantern books at all. You know, mm. so it, some of the stuff seems a little out of place. Are you, I mean, are you reading Green Lantern? Uh, no, I haven't been. I'm you gave up not current with that one. Shit. Uh, Dead <laughs> Deadshot, you mentioned as being part of uh, the Suicide Squad. Uh, turns out Deadshot's also going to appear in Arkham City, the video game. You got, you, I mean, do you play the video game Arkham Asylum or Arkham City? No, anyway? I don't have a system of it. I, I love that the look of that game. I love watching all the animatics and everything. But, Come uh, over. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Come okay. over, we'll play. What about you, Miguel? Do you play video games at all? Um, Occasionally. Fucking mysterious bastard. Who'd you invite <laughs> to my house? Did you see that? He said that like a damn villain. You should. Hey, this that. guy could be Moriarty's assistant in the next story. Uh, he, wears a fez. I, I, he wears a fez with fucking Cthulhu I, on I it. I do. Basically a Bond villain. Yeah, you should have this guy be I like need, the master of the other I need Underworld. a white cat, and then I'll be set. Um, he, should, he should be master of the other I world. started playing Dead Island a couple of days ago. What do you think of this Dead Island that I am too playing? You were also playing? Yeah, um, we, should, we should team up. Cool. I, yeah, that would be awesome, actually. Um, I actually like it. I like it a lot, and that's saying a lot because I have a, a typical aversion to first person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ditto. Ditto. Good, good. Well, good. I, I usually get flack for that. Um, I'd rather see my character on the screen. You're among right. friends. Yeah. <laughs> You're among friends. But Gilmore likes the first person. Oh, yeah. But only because yeah. he has no other real life experiences. So, yeah, that way you can r- pretend that, yeah. yeah. He's like, all this shit happened to me. I saw, <laughs> I saw it through my own eyes. <laughs> I was there. Uh, I think I think it. Uh, it's all about the atmosphere. They get... I keep dropping my pen. Yeah. John keeps like juggling it, a pen. If you watch this, entire it, it's episode, why I will never be Letterman. Letterman goes, eh, and he throws him out the back. No, I'm just gonna be like, it looks like thank you, Matt Kelly. <laughs> keep him coming. It looks like he's juggling it, but he's just holding on to it. He's just trying really hard to hold the. My hands work. Continually my, my, move. My hands are working like Catherine Hepburn's body. Like they're just like. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, speaking of environment, in the later so, years, uh, <laughs> I love Golden Pond. That's what you get for trying to get it on back Golden on track. <laughs> love on Golden Pond. All right, so speaking of environments, on yeah. Golden Pond, uh, no. <laughs> Dead, Dead Island. Yes, Dead Island. And what are you liking person. about it? What about what about this game for those of us watching who don't like the first person and they're watching all this Halo and Call of Duty stuff that's going to start coming out soon? And they, this might be the game for them. It, it's liking? atmosphere and sound are mm-hmm. superb. And you, when as you're playing, you really, you, you know, you feel like you're in there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I like about it is um, the environments are really rich, so you can go off on missions but still explore other things at the same time. And a lot of games do that, but some of the stuff that you can explore isn't necessarily uh, that engaging or exciting. But this one is. It has some really crazy stuff that you can just walk into. Uh, I like that. I like uh, this whole idea of you could, anything can be a weapon. And it only lasts a certain time. So if you pick up a an ore or something and kill zombies with it, eventually it's just not. It's going to be useless. It's going to break. Right. It's going to break. Even yeah. the metal uh, uh, yeah. stuff. And, I, and there's also a modification system, which is pretty cool. I right. made an electric machete. Yeah. That electrocutes them. I also turn, uh, they have a baseball bat that's wrapped in rags and, and it's on cocktail, fi- It's like fire. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I mean, the modification system's great. I told you guys last week that some of the some of the uh, missions are a little silly, but. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's great. The the big uh, thing against this game was how buggy it supposedly was. Have you experienced nope. that many bugs? Not really. I haven't experienced one. Mm-mm. There's one bug that I thought I experienced, and it was one of the people being like, I need you to get me vodka. And I was like, this is really the mission? <laughs> I need to get the stupid partying bitch who doesn't realize we're in the middle of a zombie Vi- like invasion apocalypse. like i wish there was a button you know what know what i love about that people. though you know i, the I, I'm gonna, right? I know the character like, get me the vodka and, and then and the teddy bear one i gotta tell you why i love that character and, and i haven't i haven't found her vodka when's the last time you saw earthquake with uh charlton <laughs> i never saw it never saw it what i know okay yell at me all I right saw, I, saw, I, I saw airport oh airport's great yeah. but but no in earthquake okay walter Matthau plays a drunk at the bar and he, I mean, full, you know, Walter Matthau, yeah. I assume. Okay, good. Walter Matthau, I love him. And he's in, like, a huge feathered pimp hat and, like, ch- uh, plaid golf pants 
the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. But he's a drunk at the bar, and the earthquake happens, and chaos is ensued, and he's just sitting at the bar, and then, like, the tremor stops, and he's like, what do I got to do to get a drink, you know? And it reminded me of that character, and, and he is the reason to watch that movie, so I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's the same same character he plays in Pelham One Two Three. No, yes, uh, actually, <laughs> um, another great film. This game is awesome. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm also probably gonna pick up Gears of War Three this weekend. Uh, this week, that's one. That one comes out. Gears of War Three. If you guys are fans of Gears of War Three, be checking out the site because on Geekscape.net we have our own Jacob Lopez who runs Teabag Prevention. He's giving you all the Halo tips. He started to review the aspects of Gears of War Three. So you go on there. There's some, go to Geekscape Games or Teabag Prevention, and there's some uh, Gears of War 3 coverage for you guys already up on the site. I'm enjoying it. Are you going to get the Gears of War 3? Nah. Why not? Uh, not first-person shooter? Uh, like Halo, a little more. Okay. It's, uh, it's not as, It's like, faster, right? Uh, yeah, it's not as much, like, hide behind something and then shoot, hide behind something and then shoot. It's you not know, laborious? Big. Yeah, it's, it's not... It, it, Gears has never been my thing. I gotta tell you, I called Gears slow and plotting on uh, that show I do for Machinima Nerd Rage uh, and those little fuckers oh those little fuckers went off on me really they wouldn't stop so F those people I'm gonna go to the midnight launch I'm gonna clown the shit out of them this it's week it's probably because they can only move so fast yeah it's like what are you talking about it's slow it's They're like, like humans move it's not slow <laughs> the blood pumping through my over <laughs> fucking calories heart is slow there's nothing slow about it Twix bar. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't mean to say the game was slow. I meant to say the people who enjoy the game are slow. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, so, guys, um, how are we doing on time, Matt Kelly? You got 10 minutes. Okay, okay. You told Gilmore, you didn't tell me. Uh, <laughs> the best thing about this, guys, off, ca off camera, Gilmore will be like, how much time do we have left? And Matt Kelly, yeah, he'll go like this. And then Matt Kelly will go to Gilmore, and I'll be like, I want to know. <laughs> like, they're sharing little secrets, you know? Secrets. Might as well have fucking Walton back here. He'll just cut the camera off and we're done. Job. That's why Walton got the gig, and you guys did it. One man. One man doing a job. Two people doing not even well. All right, get that kid back here. Hey, Walton, get yourself fired. And you got a little seat right here. Maybe. Alright, so Top Gun. Top Gun. It's coming back to theaters. We talked about it a little bit on this past episode with Paul Shear, but it's going to be in 3D. What part of that do you enjoy? Gay Dan. Community. Da uh, gay community. Uh, Dan, you like that part because there weren't any minorities in the film? Just to make this clear, I'm not a racist. Grand Dragon Daniel Just Corey, what did you think? <laughs> Hanging in Latinosville here. I'm this, is not. Why, this is why people don't like coming on Geeks. They get, they get, I get branded. <laughs> You're going to be staying a long time. Trying to step up, trying to step up, trying to match wits. Not, not doing, <laughs> no, you can do that. Not doing well. You're Moriarty. Yeah. <laughs> what if the book just isn't smart at all, but it's like a Moriarty book, and it's like, hmm, footprints. Maybe I'll follow him. That's it's the like, twist. Moriarty's actually stupid. <laughs> You're going to love Mr. it. Mr. Magood his way. Yeah. <laughs> the entire Sherlock Holmes series. Dale Corey is like, I really want to write a Mr. Magoo comic, but that wasn't in public domain yet. And it's probably going to get a movie remake pretty soon. So uh, it's time to do a Moriarty. No, oh, uh, Moriarty, you've done it again. <laughs> 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 it's Moriarty blind. <laughs> <laughs> Was he always this old? <laughs> Buy the book, please. <laughs> it's not racist. It's not, <laughs> it's not racist. It's not stupid. No. It's got an Asian girl chick kicking ass. Yes. Buy I don't know. Book. I like this Magoo story. I, I'm intrigued. No. Um, oh, that's not even a piece of paper I have notes on. Uh, what, do you think of, what do you think of this Top Gun 3D and the whites that made it? <laughs> um, well, you know, I might actually watch the movie now. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> haven't seen the movie. It's the other no. thing. Oh, my God. He's never seen Top Gun. Seen I tell you what, I, it always seemed like it was more of a girl thing. It is. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. When I, I was a kid, when it came out, and it was like, oh, hi guys, da, da, da. so I'm like, that's not my thing. So I never got around to it. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah. Uh, you on the right. Uh, how about yourself? 
I will not be watching this again. But you've seen it, right? You yes, like the Top Gun? I, no. I have seen it. I don't understand with taking a movie from the 80s, which wasn't like a spectacular... I, I understand taking Transformers and making that 3D. I understand taking something that is even Star Wars and making that 3D. So making something that's like a sci-fi or a fantasy and giving it that extra-dimensional sense. Because it's already, it's already it's, fantastic. It's for the volleyball thing. This 3D is... Spit- for the volleyball they gotta spike like the ball right to camera yeah like, right they gotta to figure out how to cgi a ball and go on straight to camera and cgi their boners and cool. their it's, shorts it's the internet you can talk about that uh <laughs> monster island resorts.org for more perversion <laughs> more perversion from a guy in a fez with cthulhu on it uh and by the way uh, if you're watching this uh i think a lot of people would be curious what does your shirt say yeah what is it you're wearing a shirt with writing on it i am do you want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. To really? The yeah. process of delving into the black abyss is, to me, the keenest form of as- what? Fascination. 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 Okay, oh, fascination. It's okay. fr- yes. H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. It's from the um, supernatural horror treatise that he wrote on supernatural horror and literature. Big this guy fucking loves this shit, man. You, he's got to hang out on the forums because on the forums we have this uh, tentacles thread <laughs> where people just post pictures of shit with tentacles. Now we're talking about Lovecraft, not hentai. Well, you don't know when you go into the Geekscape ah. forums. Geekscape forums. Just making it sure. Could be, it could be like, uh, they posted a video. This is cr- crazy. There's a type of, um, there's a Japanese uh, food, which is like a sushi restaurant or something. Maybe it's not Japanese. Maybe it's a different uh, Asian nationality. But it's a dead squ- type of squid. And its body reacts to soy or one of these things. And you, when, you, when you put the, the flavoring on it, the the tentacles start to turn and start to reenact so it's basically a dead a dead octopus or a dead you know uh cephalopod starts twitching and it starts twitching and like it's, it's like alive a little yeah a little reanimator yeah. but all you're doing is putting on like the soy sauce and somebody posted it on the forums and it was awesome it was That's one of the craziest things i've ever seen so here's your dead food to eat safely and then you put like a little bit of flavoring on it and it starts going yeah uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They actually do eat like live squids. Like they're trying to crawl off the plate and shit. And like they, yeah, they did that in Old Boy. <laughs> they did that in Old Boy. Yes, they um, did. No, I I uh, I think that's one of our coolest threads on the forums. Uh, and if you're a horror fan, I'm totally down. What I worry about you, Miguel, please, okay. if I may. Go for uh, it. You are into this stuff, this dark occult stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm worried that you're just gonna be watching a movie one day and you're gonna be laughing and you're gonna be reading your little poetry with the with the, the <laughs> Masters of Darkness. Yes. And then one day. You're just going to open a gate to hell in your fucking living room. Oops. Or Phil will. <laughs> um, I mean, fridge. that might happen. You know I, don't what know, I, mean? I don't know if Phil pronounces his Latin very well, so we'll, we'll see if that happens. I mean, you guys should try that, and we'll cover it on Geekscape. Oh, okay, we'll give it a shot. Like, it'll be like... It'll be the like devil the, could be the fourth roommate. You guys can be like the story, and he can write it. Yeah, the gate. You it'll can get like an the eye on your shoulder. Yeah, but we, have, we need, like, 80s metal to play backwards. You can. You can do that. Uh, and Daniel Corey, you, you, you can write the story. What do you think? Is yeah. that something that, that you'd be into? Writes itself, practically. <laughs> he, he, he just wants to write himself off this episode of Geekscape. <laughs> He's like, just get me off this couch. Get me out of Mexicoville or whatever he called it. What do you call Latino. it? Latino, Latinoville. Latinoville. It, it, that, that should be a casual Facebook game. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it should be like Farmville, but it's you have, awfully racist. You have it's received like, an invite to Latinoville. Yeah. You then, have received a lowrider. Yeah. You've received a free chicken for the fights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give a bushel of oranges back. <laughs> Invite your tío to play Latinoville. <laughs> I'm into that. Oh, uh, here's a new Slayer shirt for you to wear in Latinoville. Uh, I'm actually part Native American, so right. I'm not totally white. He pulls that card an hour into the episode. I do. Do you do you get a check? I'm part Native American, and he started showing us like the white. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I appear to be very white. Do you get a check from the government? I do not. Hey, if the color's off, just white balance to his arm. White balance on the Native American part of his arm. Somebody's sitting there watching Geekscape and being like, "There's a glare on this." Is that my is that my computer? Is that? Uh, that's okay. Now that they're blinded, I want to remind you guys to go and if you're still able to read uh, after that blinding flash of skin, <laughs> go pick up uh, Moriarty. The first trade paperback is out on store shelves right now. Go to your local comic book store and if they not don't racist, have it, not racist, but very cool and very smart. Uh, if if, um, if if your comic book store doesn't have it, please have them order it from Image Comics. This is four issues. The fifth issue comes in October. You're definitely going to want to talk to your comic book store owner about getting it. Uh, that's the Moriarty trade. The story is the Dark Chamber. It's awesome. It's got some occult stuff in there. 
It's got some World War One uh, lead up, like military what is it, maneuvering, espionage, espionage, military stuff. I'm it's got sold. Some karate I'll get it. action. You should you should definitely run it with this one. Uh, is and Dum Dum Dugan on the back. No, that is that uh, that is not Dum Dum Dugan. That is um. <laughs> It's another guy wearing a derby hat, but we don't want to say who it is. I'm not going to say who it is. Because it gives away a story. It does give away some stuff. Um, So, guys, uh, also, first weekend in November, you find yourself down in Southern California and don't want to go to Kamikaze to see us, go down to uh, the horror convention. Uh, For more information, you can go to monsterislandresorts.org and listen to the podcast. And they can also go to the website. It's hifilmfest.com. Hifilmfest.com. Of course, we're at geekscape.net where we have podcasts, news stories, Tons of uh, features every single week. We've got forums. You can make some friends and some friendships. And then uh, that's at Geekscape.net. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just search for Geekscape. That's where you'll find us. Brian Gilmore, Matt Kelly. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Miguel. All right? Thank Thank you, you, sir. We'll see you guys next week. If you're lucky. See you guys next week here in Latinoville. (laughs) 